Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my luxury lovers. It's Tilly Storm, and today we're going to be talking about yoga and mindfulness for your sex life and relationship. I have been practicing yoga since I was about 26 years old. After I'd had my preemie baby, um, I was in the middle of getting a divorce, actually, when three weeks later, after moving out of the family house at the time, I found out I was pregnant with my second little boy. And from that time, um, I ended up having him early. It was a terrible pregnancy. I was so sick and so tired the entire time. I hated being pregnant <laughs> and I was not in a well emotional state. When I had him, he was six weeks early. It was an amazing birth experience. I, you know, my water broke two hours after I got off of a plane from New Orleans to Denver. It broke when I was in Denver and I, I was only 34 weeks, I believe at the time. And that experience was super empowering. Ended up having him at a hospital, but totally, you know, (laughs) hands off. Uh, It was a interesting experience because apparently they had never allowed anyone to birth on the floor. I, I did not want to be on the bed and I was on all fours on my hands and knees and they ended up having to have a midwife come in and catch the baby because the doctor wouldn't do it. Oh my gosh. I still laugh at that today. Anyway, um, after I had him, I I've always been in a fitness and health and I started doing what was it? Cycling? Yeah. I had some membership to some, you know, 24 hour fitness or something like that. And I did cycling. I lost a lot of weight really quick. I always bounced back to pre-pregnancy weight or actually less than I was when I was pregnant really quickly. And I started going to, um, this place called Rocky mountain miracle center, which is, you know, basically a spiritual center for people that are interested in the book, a course in miracles. And one of the people at the Rocky mountain miracle center invited me to go to a yoga class with him. And he was so amazing. And, you know, just like, well, you know, I have a baby and whatever, whatever. I found someone to take care of him for the hour and a half that I went. And my first actual yoga class was in Denver, Colorado. And I remember being like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is pretty interesting. Um, I was a gymnast growing up and I was always super flexible and I didn't have any problem with the poses. Actually, I had gone to a, 
uh, a hardcore hot yoga class that he had taken me to. And it was Bikram yoga. And the Bikram yoga can be pretty intense, especially like if you've never done yoga before. <laughs> anyway, he was like, Oh my God, how long have you been doing this? I'm like, I, I told you I've never done yoga before. He's like, wow, well, you're really good at it. And I started on my yoga journey from there. So a couple of years later, I ended up moving back to Louisiana where I'm from. I lived in Lafayette, Louisiana for seven years before I moved to New Orleans. And then in Lafayette, I started getting into Ashtanga yoga and all sorts of different types of yoga, you know, different styles there. I remember when I went to my very first yin yoga class and in my yin class, if any of you have ever been to a restorative yoga class or a yin class, it's very different than a vinyasa class or a hatha yoga class. It doesn't look like you're doing much. You hold poses for an extended length of time, sometimes up to five minutes each. And when you do that, I started having these uh, e extreme emotional reactions Uh at the time I w I had gotten divorced after my baby was born about six months after he was born. We finally were like, okay, <laughs> we're not even going to try anymore. And I had a lot of emotional things coming up for me. And this was the very beginning of, I would say my spiritual awakening. When I was in the yin yoga classes, they, I had a teacher that would always say your issues are in your tissues. And I would start to feel these really uncomfortable sensations in my body after holding a pose for extended length of time. And I was just be like, Oh, okay. Like how do I be with this really uncomfortable sensation? This is super uncomfortable. And it would just make me cry and I'd burst out into tears to the point where I'd go every week and every week she would put a freaking box of Kleenex right next to my mat because she knew that I would end up needing them at some point. Anyway, yoga really started to help me become aware of my body for the very first time in my life, apart from my amazing birth experiences. I had had these two amazing natural birth experiences that connected me to my body in a way that was extremely activating and empowering, but I didn't know how to recreate an experience like that on the day-to-day, -day, you know, everyday life. And I found that yoga was something that helped me to do that. Not only did it help me connect me to my body, it started helping me to learn how to witness my thoughts and how to become a witness of the things that I was experiencing so that I could separate, you know, what I was experiencing from who I actually am inside. And this awareness really, really served me when I started to get into the Jadig, the Taoist Jadig practice and started to learn tantric sexuality with my partner. So today I'm going to be sharing with you about how this increased body awareness from doing a feminine based yen is feminine, right? Yen yoga, like how this helped me to become aware of sensations in my body that I was previously unconscious of and how it helped me to unblock emotional tension and blockages that I had inside that was keeping me from being fully expressed in my sexuality, but also from being fully embodied and not always in my head all the time, right? So being embodied is basically the opposite of being in your head all the time. And I'm going to share with you about how when you think of 
when you're meditating. Okay. If you have never meditated before, then this is going to be hard to understand what I'm talking about. But if you have, and you know what I'm talking about, when you meditate, there's all sorts of different ways to do it. But when you're meditating and you get in the space of being the witness of your thoughts, the way that Deepak Chopra and, you know, a few other teachers have always thought, then you start to become aware of the thoughts as just thoughts. They aren't actually you. You aren't your thought. And the same thing with emotions that you experience emotions as energy in your body that moves through you, but you aren't your emotions. Like the you inside isn't the emotion or the thought. You are the one witnessing the emotion or the thought. And when I really started to understand this concept of meditation, how I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my emotions, I'm not even the things that I feel in my body. It allowed me and empowered me to be in my body and to experience more of what was there without the nagging to-do list or uh, the fantasizing or the criticizing thoughts and all of that stuff that would keep me out of my body in a sexual experience. So if you really think about it, and I've said this on this podcast, maybe I think it was a long time ago, though, that there's really no difference between someone describing what it is like to be in a state of orgasm versus what it's like to be in a state of meditation. If you were to ask people, what's an orgasm like, they'd say like, oh, it's a state of bliss where I feel like one with everything, or there's like this heightened sense of pleasure and ecstasy. And if you ask someone what it was like to be in a state of meditation, they would say, oh, it feels like the state of bliss of feeling one with everything. Or, you know, like if you just go around and asking people, what's it like to experience an orgasm? And then you ask the same person, okay, what's it like to experience meditation? Whatever they say are probably going to be very, very similar things. And this is because when you're in a state of orgasm, you are, you do not have access to your cortical thinking brain that analyzes, that criticizes, that judges, that does all of the thinking things. This is why I always say that the best sex happens when you're not thinking about it. Because when you're in your body and you have access to unconscious states of being from your primal or your reptilian brain is what scientists call it. Super unsexy, I know, but yes, that's what it's called. Uh, then you have access to a greater power inside and you, you have access to actually being in your body without these controlling thoughts ruling over your experience. This is why one of the holistic sex techniques that I teach, there are eight of them, by the way, but one of them is mindfulness because you become more aware of your energy and your energy with others. When you are mindful, you become more aware of your body, the sensations that you feel inside of your body. Uh, you become more aware of what you're feeling and pleasure sensations, as opposed to the freaking to-do list or, you know, oh, my body looks weird in this position, or I hope he's enjoying it. Or, you know, I have to go to this certain fantasy to make it happen mindfulness shifts your awareness from thinking about the thoughts to being in your body where you feel more empowered to experience what you want to experience, where instead of feeling like a victim to your thoughts, you or your emotions, you feel empowered to witness them, let them be there without judgment or criticism, but to also 
come from a different place and to be like, yep, okay, I see those thoughts. I witnessed these thoughts in my experience, but also I'm going to choose to not come from those thoughts or experiences. And I'm going to choose to come from this more grounded, empowered self inside of me or an inner sex goddess or an inner queen of sex or whatever you want to call your higher self identity in the bedroom. (laughs) Most of us actually have no idea how much we're actually programmed to experience thought to be in our cortical thinking minds and to be disconnected from our bodies. This is a programming that we get from very early on, but no matter where you are sexually, mindfulness and yoga can improve your sex life and relationship in some pretty profound ways if you open up to this. And when it comes to yoga, I just want to say that all Hatha yoga comes from Tantra. I think it's funny that there's a bunch of little yoga teachers prancing around out there. They're like, so, oh, sex is, you know, like that's less than being spiritual or, you know, like they're so uh, opposed to doing sexuality work or they're so like, oh my gosh, no way. Like they're just not into sexuality work at all. And I'm like, do you even know where your tradition comes from? It comes from Tantra, sweetheart. (laughs) Okay. So Hatha yoga, uh, does come from Tantra and in the Tantra tradition, we, it, it is a lot about becoming mindful of your experience in your sexuality with yourself or with a partner, because what you focus on changes your experience and what you do with your body alters your state of consciousness and how you use your breath and your body to activate different energy states and to manifest the things that you want. And when you have access to mindfulness and you're practicing this in your sexual experiences, you can intentionally activate your root and sacral chakras to enhance your sexuality and to feel it connected to your upper chakras as well. So these are some extremely advanced techniques that I only teach in my Tantra for lovers program. Uh, not so much my, uh, JDEG programs or the essentially body woman, but you know, connecting with your root and sacral and helping your, your unconscious brain to untangle from the programming and the wiring that says our sexuality has to be separate from the rest of our beingness, that our sexuality can't be sacred. So in other words, your sexuality, your root and sacral can't be connected to your upper chakras, like your third eye or your crown. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Okay. That is not true at all. That's just what, that's the programming that society has given us to disconnect us from our power. Let me say that again, because if there's any truth bomb in this podcast, this is it. That is the programming that society has taught you to intentionally disconnect you from your power. So when I teach in the Tantra for Lovers program, there's one lesson that we go over in particular that's all about activating your chakras in your body. And there are different bija mantras and there's different yoga poses that we do to activate this. You don't just have chakras that are in balance all the time. You actually have to go and create and intentionally mindfully activate energy centers in your body. And it's not just something that magically happens without an intention. And when we do certain yoga poses to activate these chakras, we become more open to a full body flow of energy. If all of your chakras are open and you're, they're all free flowing, you don't have to keep 
your sexual energy and your turn on just in your pelvis. If you want to learn how to have full body energy orgasms, there's certain poses that you can do to activate that. So in one, um, of the lessons in the essentially embodied woman group coaching program, we go over how to have a full body energy orgasm. And there's an audio guided practice to do that. And in that practice, you are working with butterfly pose and you're learning how to butterfly your legs open and closed and activate energy inside your pussy and your vagina to experience heightened sensation of pleasure and energy. And you're also working with the breath and movement to move your breath through your body past your solar plexus, which is where most of us lock our sexual energy down. Because if we really knew the power of our sexuality, then it would be terrifying to our nervous systems for most of us. So until we work with the nervous system, which is why we do nervous system work in all my programs as well. Um, if you can't prove to your nervous system that it's safe to be sexually powerful, you're not ever going to be sexually powerful in a really whole way, not in the manipulative and controlling way, like most women, but in the whole way, in the way that my sexuality is whole, my sexuality is mine. My sexuality is for me. My sexuality empowers me. Uh, and that is so drastically different than, you know, using your sexuality to manipulate and control people and feeling a sense of power from that. That's external power, not internal power. All of this to say that there are different ways that you can activate and move sexual energy through your body through different yoga poses and activating the chakra system inside so that you have access to a free flow of energy in your body. When you practice energy free flow, this helps you learn how to surrender and to receive. And so many women that come to me, that is their problem. They don't know how to surrender and receive. They don't know how to be connected to that, you know, divine feminine part of them that can experience fun, pleasure, joy, and ease and grace in life. Because everything in our life has always been about push, shove, strive, strain, do this, do all the things. And then when you've done it, here's a whole new list of do all the things. Well, that shit might serve you in your career and the rest of your life in some way or another. Although I'd beg to differ with you because what is that leading to is burnout and resentment and stress. Um, but that might work for you in there until you're sick of that and realize that's not how you want to do your life anymore, but it doesn't work in the bedroom and it doesn't work sexually. You can't push, drive and strain your way into the orgasmic experience you want. No, you have to receive it. You have to learn to receive pleasure as a lover. <laughs> when you think of your breath as like, your own best lover and you breathe it into your body, this enhances the experience like tenfold. And it helps you to experience a free flow through your body where you notice that if it's not in free flow, where the blocks are and where you're blocked in the chakra system says a lot about what's going on unconsciously. All right, my loves, if this is super interesting to you and you want to learn so much more about how yoga and mindfulness can help improve your sex life and relationship, the best way to do that is to begin to experience it one-on-one -on -one personally. And how you do that is that you can get started practicing mindfulness in your sex life by downloading my how to start a JDEG practice e-guide, purchasing a JDEG from my shop, and you can get started on three um, of the JDEG practices and the three warm up practices that I have for you there to start learning what's even like 
to connect with your body and to bring mindfulness into your sexuality just for yourself. And if you're in a relationship and you want to get my tantric sex starter kit, obviously tantric sex is all about bringing consciousness and awareness into your sexuality with your partner. And you can download that also at www.tillystorm.com. So for the JDEG e-guide, you can just go to tillystorm.com forward slash jade-egg-practice. And the tantric sex starter kit is tillystorm.com forward slash tantric-sex-kit. Or you can just go to the main tillystorm.com and head to the free stuff tab and you can find it all there. All right, my loves, have a fantastic day. And please don't forget to rate and review this podcast. We haven't had any in a little while, and I would love to get some feedback from you all on how you're enjoying the content, what you would like to hear more of. It really helps me to know um, what you want to hear more of to serve you best. See you all next week. Bye.